This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bring it up, Jake. Better you bet on the BetQL network. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you. What a 60 minutes we've got coming your way. I'm morally safer. He's Anderson Cooper, and these stories and more. Uh, bets of Steel, all our bets for tonight in the National Hockey League. Best of the best. Our bets in the NBA. I got a couple sides for tonight. Got a, uh, 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 like a, tr- a truckload of props. Absolutely can't wait to give out. Uh, Tyler's college basketball. Tyler on a heater right now. 2-0 and in his last two. No, don't ask about this week. T- don't ask about the bets given up before that. That's how I started my MGM video last week was 5-0 and in my last five. Which means you should probably ask, what about the others? But that's not how this roll. That's not how we roll. Yeah, no, five no. and zero in the last no. five. Tyler two and zero in his last two. Uh, basically, has never lost a bet. Is what that means. Tyler will give out college basketball bets a little bit later. Ken and I will roll through some more line movement for Week 16 in the National Football League as well, including what is just another expansive injury r- report for the Miami Dolphins ahead of Sunday's tilt with the Dallas Cowboys. But joining us right now to kick off the Power Hour, I love this time slot for this guest. Uh, We'll, we'll end up, I think, probably going back to the, the regular time slot at some point. But, like, I, I'm loving this year ahead of the games on Wednesday nights. Usually a loaded slate in the association. The great Matt Moore. was People not watching on video. Matt is very festive right now. I've got the Christmas sweater on. We absolutely love it. The great Matt Moore joins us here on the show. From the Buckets podcast, a great daily NBA betting podcast that we encourage all our listeners and viewers to check out. His writing can be found over at the Action Network, uh, actionnetwork.com, and on the app. And coming up tonight, and, like, uh, other nights as well, but we'll bro tonight's because he's on tonight. NBA bet stream on the NBA app featuring friend of the show, Maria Marino, um, for the Sixers Timberwolves game. So you want to watch Matt talk about betting during an NBA game tonight? NBA bet stream on the NBA app tonight for the Philadelphia 76ers. A great game. And the Minnesota Timberwolves. Matt on Twitter at HP Basketball. My friend, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. How's it going? And Merry Early Christmas to you and your family. Hey, man. Happy holidays to everybody if they celebrate. I love doing this time slot, too, because I get that intro music, which is my favorite intro music on the show. When I'm listening in the car, I am always jamming to that intro music. So I'm very excited to be on with you guys and have that music for us tonight. I'm excited for this slate, too. It's going to be great. A ton of really good games, Matt. I mean, honestly, like highlighted by the game that that you'll be calling, the Timberwolves-Sixers game is 
is really, really good, but have to at least spend like a little bit of time on some stuff that happened last night. And obviously like the, the John Morant game winner and he's back and keeping receipts and all this stuff. And Memphis, uh, more, more importantly, Memphis wins, which they hadn't done in about three weeks. Uh, they beat the Pelicans. So I, I don't know if you saw the first hour of the show. I'm like, I'm probably insane. I'm kind of driving the bandwagon. On the, like, I think they have a chance to be awesome the rest of the regular season if it plays out a certain way. I think they have a chance to be really good and I can be wrong and they're way far behind. So it doesn't have to happen. Like, is there anything to do for you? Like you watch the game last night, you listen to everything afterwards, you see the betting markets for the Grizzlies, 30, 35 to win the division, like 10 to make the playoffs, play in tournament, 330, 350. Does the game last night or thinking about the Grizzlies, does that make you want to bet on anything with them? No, I, I think this is a wait moment. I really do. And I'll, I, I'll say this because, look, the, the Pelicans, uh, it's a big game for the Grizzlies, obviously. Emotional boost. You get that. That's awesome. Pelicans, we know, are a little inconsistent. We've seen them just absolutely fall apart. They're not a team that you can really trust night to night. Uh, on top of that, just like another game in, in one of 82. The bigger problem is just like the rest of this roster is still so bad. Now, Brandon Clark's apparently going to try and come back around All-Star, and that would be absolutely massive for them. Just getting him for the last 25 games or so would be a huge boost just to have another front court guy. But bear in mind that they waived Kenny Lofton Jr. this week, who they like, because they had to make room for Bismack Biombo. Like, the Grizzlies were in a position of, oh, man, we can't lose Bismack Biombo. We got to waive somebody. That's how bad the front court is with Brandon Clark and Steven Adams out. So there's not a way to really fade this momentum on them right now after the game winner, but I also don't want to get invested on anything. If I'm wrong and they take off, then we can talk about it then. I don't think you're going to lose that much value if they really put it together, but right now I definitely think it's a wait and see. So, Matt, if there were, and I asked Ken this question earlier, and I know like you're not as bullish as Ken is on the Grizzlies here, if there were a bet, and like, and whatever market it is that you'd like to place on the Grizzlies, the play-in, make the playoffs, win the division, win the West, price factored in, obviously. If there were a market that interested you here in Memphis, what would it be and why? Make the play-in tournament is the, obviously the easiest one, right? Like, all they got to do is get into the top 10, and that's pretty good value. Like, all they got to do is outpace a number of these teams that are probably going to go in the other direction at some point. Some team will have worse luck than Memphis and maybe go the other way. I don't know who that is yet. But that might be the way that I would kind of look at it. I think the alternative there is maybe like they're nine games back of the division. And that sounds insane. But I will just say like you do have two thirds of the season to catch up and you have a, a Dallas team. I do not trust a Houston team. I do not trust and a Pelicans team. I definitely do not trust. So like long shot bet go all the way. I wouldn't hate it just because there's a chance that I think that if Memphis, if Ken's right and Memphis gets really good, they're going to go on some sort of winning streak that will get them back where this is no longer a crazy idea that they could catch. See, you're in. You're like kind of in. You're in like just a little bit. Like just a little yeah, bit. Me. You're like kind of in. Yeah, just, you know, it's a, it's a big price. Like, hey, it's, it's not, look, it's not going to happen a lot. I think it's going to happen more often than the price, right? That's kind of why we do this. Uh, let's let's start talking about some games for tonight. We could do some kind of big picture stuff as we go too. Um, why don't we start with the game that, that you're going to be a part of, the Sixers-Timberwolves game. Just like, I mean like big time players, potential one seed for both teams. Boston probably gets the one in the East, but just like a, a lot going on here. And honestly, like a really clean injury report for both teams, which you almost never get in a game like this, unless it's like a primetime Saturday night game. So Sixers four at home to have a terrible loss to the Bulls, 225 and a half. Uh, do you have any bets in this game? Or at least uh, what are you going to make of it? You're going to be calling it here in uh, about an hour. 
Yeah, so one, thanks so much, uh, Ken, for saying the clean injury report. Now Embiid's going to show up on the injury report 30 seconds before tip-off. Oh, I, appreciate on, that. That. I appreciate you saying I appreciate you saying that. No, I like yeah. the Sixers here. Look, it's a bounce-back spot, obviously, after that loss of the Bulls. You've got the Wolves coming off of a comeback win versus Miami, maybe a little bit of South Beach flu in that kind of spot, too. Another East Coast road trip game. The Sixers have a little bit better balance. The Wolves are the best defense in the league, but the Sixers are not far off. They're top five and they are able to bring the offense. They'll probably play much better on offense than they did in that game versus the Bulls where everybody but Embiid missed shots. Uh, I think this is a Tyrese Maxey game. I've got the over on his points tonight, in part because the Wolves are still going to play drop. They allow a lot of, of runners because nobody wants to try the rim, and nobody wants to you know to really try and challenge Gobert on the inside. But you can get to those the, the runner, the floater. The Wolves allow a one of the, I think, the third highest number of floaters maxi is top 10 in floaters this season so that's a good matchup for him i like that spot as well mike conley over one and a half threes hit this in an eight of the last 10 it's a juice number but i still like it i don't don't mind doing the ladder on it at two plus because again if they're if these two teams are going to wall off the paint so much a lot of jump shots in this one so you want to focus in i think on those props i'll take the sixers no play on the total what, uh, besides for that game, obviously, and we want everyone to check out Matt tonight in the NBA bet stream on the NBA app for the Sixers and the Wolves. I'll, I'll reset quickly here also. You better you bet with Nick and Ken on a Wednesday. Matt Moore is our guest on Twitter at HP Basketball. Matt, what is your favorite side or total look for tonight that you have not already given us? You know, I think it's probably Houston, uh, minus three versus the Hawks. Now, the Hawks have taken money, and that's fair. But for me, I look at Houston, and this they've been really good at home, and this Hawks team really struggles whenever they face a defense that's competent. Bear in mind that this Atlanta team was only up six with about two minutes to go and 90 seconds, really, versus the Pistons. They're in a pretty bad place right now. The Rockets are very solid against anybody who is not an absolute beast. They tend to take care of business, especially at home, and they have some really good wins at home. I like Houston a lot in this spot. I think the other one I would probably look at is uh, I actually like Chicago plus four versus the Lakers. I think the spot is good. I think the Chicago push without Zach Levine is real. I think they'll be able to score in this game, and their defense has been much better as of late. I like Chicago plus four, getting four points at home versus the Lakers. Matt, we have a, a market that's moving really rapidly right now because we have injury, as we always do this time, we have injury news. Donovan Mitchell, who seemed like he was kind of 50-50, like every play, like NFL players all have the flu, a bunch of NBA guys, the like Clippers are sick right now. Donovan Mitchell's not going to play tonight for the Cavs, who are obviously already without Darius Garland and Evan Mobley, so like very, very shorthanded. They host Utah in the Colin Sexton revenge game, uh, and the market's moving on this, Matt, where Cavs are two and a half, three right now. It looks like is where this is going to settle at home. If you have a bet on the game, awesome but like Mitchell's out tonight all of the speculation is like is this guy going to be the next guy to get traded the next star to get traded do you have a bet on the game tonight and kind of like ballpark a market for us on like where Donovan Mitchell might play next well I had Jazz minus four and a half so that's not good news I think I'll probably uh just go ahead and chalk that one up as an L I will say I probably won't buy out and the reason is these are letdown spots when you're facing a team like this where Garland's not in and Mobley's not in and Mitchell's not in one, even for the Jazz, a team that's desperate, they're going to let down a little bit, and that's an opportunity for the home team. Second, everybody on the Jet, on the Cavs are going to step up because they're like, oh, man, our backs are against the wall. And then finally, you don't know how this team plays if Garland and Mitchell are not on the floor. They haven't missed a game, both of them, I don't think, this season. So there's nothing really on tape. They don't know how to prepare for this. And you say, well, that's not 
a good thing. The guys aren't very good. Well, still, it's something different for a Jazz team that's not very good. I think there's probably a little bit of an opportunity there on the Cavs. Um, you know, with Donovan Mitchell, look, the thing I, I reported this uh, about 10 days ago, the other team to really keep an eye on here is the Brooklyn Nets. And they've got the assets, I think, to be able to make this move. And it makes a lot of sense for them. They've got guys like Dorian Finney-Smith and Royce O'Neal. And they can throw in Cam Thomas, who is a very interesting piece, I think, if you're the Cavaliers. They've got front court guys they can expend. They have enough assets to go ahead and make a move for Mitchell that keeps the Cavs, gets the Cavs players. The Cavs are going to want, they'll want picks too, but they'll want players to try and keep going with Mobley and Garland. So the Nets, I think, are the biggest threat there. The other team I've kind of heard burblings about is Los Angeles Lakers. Once D'Angelo Russell is available to be traded, but the Cavs would have to sell extremely low for that deal to, to happen. But if they're pushed up against it and Mitchell decides he wants to be a Laker, would not shock me because, well, it's the Lakers. And how often does it go that way? A lot lot of good stuff there for Matt to chew on. And I kind of want to ask Matt about the Knicks and the Nets off what he said about Brooklyn. But maybe we'll have time for that at the end. But I really want to get your opinion, Matt, on this Pacers-Hornets game where I think that Ken and I might be mano-a-mano on this one tonight. Indiana's a 10.5-point home favor, 246.5 the total. I... I kind of like Charlotte. I I don't want to like put words in Ken's mouth. We'll give our bets out later this hour. I think Ken maybe at least like leaning more towards. So Ken likes Indiana. There you have it. Trip for the horse's mouth. Uh, where do you stand here on the Pacers and the Hornets coming up tonight? I mean, Gordon Hayward's back, and that's a big swing. I think with Gordon Hayward, there's probably a little bit of value on um, on Charlotte here, just because Charlotte's been pretty capable when they do have Gordon Hayward. Like they do have some guys that can hang here, and Indiana is just in such a bad place right now. Letting every like no, literally anyone can score on them at point of attack right now. Like there's just no resistance whatsoever. So even these bad teams are going to have an opportunity to score. Um, I do lean towards the over here. Don't have it because I don't have a model projected, but there are trends that suggest this is a really good over spot on top of it being Indiana, which is literally always a good over spot. Um, I think in, when we kind of look at this one, it's going to be high scoring. It comes down to three-point variance. In that kind of spot, I think you always have to kind of lean towards the dog. Um, is Indiana ripe for a bounce back at some point? Yes, but I just don't know if you're trying to catch a falling knife here. So um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to stay away from it on this one. I do have Indiana first half because Charlotte has been really bad in first half. They're one of the worst teams in the league in first half play. So I've got the Pacers minus five and a half in the first half, but I don't want the full game. I like how it's like, I, I have a lot of trends on over. It's like, yeah, is the, is the team the Indiana Pacers? Pacers? Yes. Okay, then you probably think about playing the other pretty good trend. You know, it's like, because it's the Pacers. Uh, I want to ask you about the Clippers-Mavs game to close, Matt. And if you don't have anything on the game, like we don't know if Paul George is going to play. A couple of players on the Clippers are sick right now. Market currently, Clippers two and a half point road favorite. Uh, they've won, what, eight games in a row. They can tie the Magic for the longest regular season winning streak of the season tonight if they win. Uh, how real of a thing this, how sustainable is this here? And we have about 60 seconds. The Clippers are a great bet for the division. They're a great bet for the division right now. Um, I don't want to necessarily bet them for for conference title odds. I need to see more on that, but that will probably get there at some point. This team is really great. They are they have a top three lineup with the starters with Westbrook out and Harden in next to Man or Powell. Like it's it's just excellent. This team is really good. Uh, this is a good spot, honestly, for the Clippers. Even if they're missing some guys, the Mavs are just so beat up. No Kyrie. Lively's the bigger thing. When Lively's out, you should be looking to fade the Mavs at every opportunity. But I do think the Clippers are legit. Like we've said that before, maybe it'll go sideways again. But all we can kind of do is work with what we have in front of us. And what we have right in front of us is a team that wants to play. They're playing together. They are playing in games. They're playing extremely well on both ends of the floor. They have a deep, complete roster. This team is, you know, if there's such a thing as a sleeper in the NBA, this team is still being slept on, I think, in the conference and title markets. Matt, 10 seconds to go. Obviously, a million NBA games on Christmas Day. Do you watch every second of every game on Christmas Day? 
No, uh, I have kids, so that's absolutely impossible. I have to put things together, but I do wind up, I wind up watching every game on Christmas. I will go back and watch all of them. Uh, I'll also be at Nuggets Warriors, excited for that one this year. Uh, to be in person for a Christmas game, it's always a cool moment. God bless, man. The great Matt Moore joining us here on the show. That is, it is exceptionally cool. Uh, the, the Knicks are hosting the Bucks, right? Couldn't couldn't pay me to go. Yeah. But I like that going to see to see the Nuggets and the Warriors on Twitter at HP Basketball Buckets Podcast, the Action Network. And again, if you're watching, listening live, Matt NBA Bet Stream tonight on the NBA app for the Sixers and the Wolves. My friend, have a great broadcast. Good luck with the bets. Merry Christmas. We'll talk to you soon. Happy holidays, guys. Take care. Matt Moore joining us here on You Better, You Bet. On the other side, more line movement for Week 16, and we'll start giving you our bets for tonight.